hope everybody had a great Christmas, and I uh, hope you have some great New Year's plans. I hope you uh, are going to be celebrating the New Year that's uh, right around the corner, coming in hot, if uh, if you will. Uh, I don't know, maybe you're celebrating the goodbye of 2020 with the pandemic and the business closings and the, you can't even go out and have a nice dinner in uh, many parts of the country gosh there for a while it took us forever to get a haircut right so maybe you're celebrating goodbye 2020 i don't know <laughs> whatever you're doing uh, i hope you stay safe and uh and you have a good time let's let's ring it in let's be optimistic uh hopefully 2021 is going to be a good uh, a very good year for you as a, a practicing appraiser Oh, but is change coming with the changing of the year? Um, Hybrid appraisals. Oh, man. Um, AVMs. New appraisal forms. What in the world am I talking about? Well, the FHFA. What in the world is the FHFA? A. It's the Federal Housing Finance Agency. Uh, they just had a press release on December the 28th. Have you seen it? Have you read it? You need to. Uh, they're requesting um, some information. They call it an RFI. What is an RFI? Well, the RFI covers four areas related to appraising. Number one, appraisal modernization. Number two, the uniform appraisal data set, UAD, and the design of appraisal forms. Number three, an automated valuation model, AVM, and appraisal waivers. And finally, valuation differences by borrower and neighborhood ethnic makeup. R-F-I. Come on back and we'll talk about it. Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast brought to you by the fine folks over at Appraisory Learning. Um, you know, this. there's a lot of stuff here, guys. Um, 22 pages. And, uh, man, I haven't read it all yet, but I wanted to want to get the word out to you real quickly. And this is, there's so much, there's so much information here. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is have a special edition webinar. I'm going to bring in some, some folks that you may recognize and, uh, we'll just, we'll just have a, a very in-depth conversation and we'll, and we'll, we'll obviously invite you to participate. So, uh, this is probably one you're going to want to be involved in. Uh, you'll uh, you'll get some information uh, upcoming, but uh, I think I think what I'm going to do is invite some friends and um, people that are smarter than me, and they can give us a little bit of insight and and maybe some predictions for 2021. But uh, just to give you a little bit of information right now, RFI stands for a request for information. So as I said, the FHFA on December 28th. Uh, had a press release, and they're requesting information, requests for information on appraisal-related policies, practices, and processes. 
And you got to remember that the FHFA or, you know, that's the that's the federal agency kind of um, that looks over Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's shoulders. Right. And uh, kind of keeping them in check. Uh, so th- this is a very important agency. Uh, th- this 22 page document, and I'll put a link on the uh, on the um data that that shoots this uh, podcast down so you can click on it and and get your very own copy Uh, it starts out with a background saying during the 2008 financial crisis appraisal quality uh, was an issue specific quality issues found by the enterprise included poor data quality unsupported adjustments and value conclusions errors in property conditions inflated or fraudulent valuations lack of appraiser independence and as you continue to read this um there's a little chart in there and uh, you know it talks about in 2009 through 12 we had the hvcc right that they came out with the the dumb form the market conditions addenda and again, I think the intent of that form was good, but it, you know, they revised the form before it ever became effective. Um, so it had some issues before before it even came out of the box. Anyway, the beginning of this talks about them having a, a workshop back in 2017. They've had outreach throughout 2018, and they're they're trying to figure it out, right? And uh, one of the first steps, as I said, was appraisal modernization. Uh, if we need to be modernized, I don't know. Uh, but in that section on page seven, man, it talks about a lot of stuff. And um, it talks about um, hybrid appraisals. And that's where one entity inspects the subject property, collects data, submits it to the lender. And then the lender decides through the automated underwriting system whether or not further analysis is warranted. If so, then it goes over to a licensed or certified appraiser. What that means, guys, is if further analysis is not warranted, it never gets to an appraiser. The property data collector would be gathering that information, sending it in, and then boom, done. Never got to an appraiser's attention. It does say that the inspector could be an appraiser trainee home inspector or a real estate agent i know they've talked about insurance agents too they talk about the benefits and then finally they talk about the risks it is important to note that the use of a third-party inspection performed by non-appraisers could have a, add a level of complexity and risk um does not exist at both the state and federal levels that hold non-appraisers accountable so in other words no nobody's policing those folks furthermore hybrid appraisals may expose the enterprises to other risks such as appraiser receiving inaccurate data from the non-appraiser that results in poor understanding of the property condition and as a consequence we have um, value issues the fha fhfa is seeking public input on advisability of such an approach so guys this is where you can make a difference you could get involved right uh they want to know what you think here's one one thing i think let us send our trainees out let us uh 
send our trainees out, gather the information, people that we have trained, and uh, rely on that. You know, that would that would solve a lot of the problem right there. Let me train my own people instead of you picking somebody. Let me train my own people, satisfy the requirement of the particular state, make sure that they're competent, make sure they feel good about going out, make sure I feel good about them going out. And whatever that time frame is, maybe it takes a year before you feel good about sending them out on their own. And I'm certainly not going to send them out to a 12,000-square-foot house on their first one, right? I'm going to send them out to a 1,200-square-foot home, one that they've done with me for quite some time, and I feel very comfortable. And I think appraisers would feel better about that as opposed to you sending out a real estate agent or an insurance agent or someone like that. You know, I was at one of these public meetings, and and I asked that question of Fannie Mae. I said, you know, if they're drawing the sketch, and it looks like this, and 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 you know, I said, you bedroom, bedroom, bathroom, but they don't know to say, oh, by the way, it's important that you got to travel through one bedroom to get to the other bedroom to get to the only bathroom. <laughs> now, as the appraiser expert, as the analyst, I'm going to say, well, that that may be a functional obsolescence issue. Right, uh, but is a property inspector going to know that? They very well may not know that, and so the um, the appraisal is compromised at that point. Let me train my people and send them out. Updating the appraisal data set and redesigning the forms. What's that going to look like? Uh, again, FHFA encourages those interested. To contact them. Now, on the forms, they say contact uh, Freddie and Fanny. You can uh, contact them uh, via an, uh, UAD at FreddieMac.com or UAD underscore info at FannieMay.com. Automated valuation. There's a section here on page 13. Uh, AVMs and appraisal waivers. So here we go again with this stuff. Um, and in all of this, you know, they, they talk about it. They talk about the benefits or the so-called benefits. Then they talk about the risk associated. Well, certainly there would be a higher risk. Uh, and then finally, they've got a category here on valuation differences by borrower neighborhood race. And, um, this is the guys, if you're doing that stuff, don't you dare call yourself an appraiser. An appraiser is someone that's independent, that they're unbiased. They're not, um, they're not taking that stuff into effect. And uh, so if you're doing uh, something you shouldn't be doing, don't you dare call yourself an appraiser. And then finally, there's a, there's a section here on questions and public input instructions. Uh, the very last couple of pages breaks it all down in a little matrix. Okay, um, and there's too much information for me to read all this during a podcast. But question A one dot four says, would utilizing alternative inspection workforces such as insurance adjusters, real estate agents, appraisal trainees assist with addressing appraiser capacity concerns or their risk using third party non appraisers? 
Well, I think if you just invoke a little common sense, the answer to that is yes. Um, these folks have not been properly trained. And so my suggestion is let me train my own people and send them out. And, uh, and that way I'm going to feel more comfortable about it as opposed to you sending out someone, right? But you need to get your hands on this um, RFI from the FHFA. Uh, they want your input, and there's a lot of stuff here. So I want to bring this to your attention. Uh, don't want to be doom and gloom. But let's get involved. Let's try to make a difference. Let's, uh, if they're going to make changes, let's see if we can get some positive changes and... Um, and all try and get along and figure this thing out, right? Um, if there's a shortage of appraisers, I've got a, an excellent solution to that. Let me let me hire my own people, send them out once they're competent. I'll hire as many trainees as I can if they provide value, right? That, that way it's going to help me as a business owner. It's going to help them. And ultimately, when I'm long gone, uh, it will help um the communities in which you provide that service right now we we have more appraisers in that area uh so it's a win-win all the way around but if if you're going to continue to say well only the certified appraiser can go out and look at stuff well then wh why am i going to bring on a bunch of trainees i got to go to every property myself i mean it, it you're really putting the handcuffs on me so that's one solution to the problem if indeed there's a shortage or or you're not getting your stuff done quick enough, uh, let me build my business back up, right? Let me bring on these folks, train them, but then let me send them out and, and, and truly supervise that processes. So anyway, get your hands on this. Take a look at it. Uh, we're going to have a, a special edition webinar coming up really, really soon on this topic because there's just way too much to cover in a quick podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great Christmas. I hope you got some great New Year plans. And uh, come on 2021, right? We're ready for it. Until next time, uh, be safe out there. I'm Brian Reynolds. You've been listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast. Happy New Year. And I uh, hope to see you on a webinar very, very soon. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.